Welcome to CIR Realty Business Mastery, where we present on topics that will help you build a successful real estate business. While you're here, be sure to subscribe to not miss any new episodes, as well as leave us a five-star review. That'll help others discover us too. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, so... The new year is an opportunity to reset. And today we want to talk about how to create the retirement you deserve at CIR Realty. It's also the new year is a time to think about your finances. It's not just fitness. It's not just making the new year resolution that you're going to be back at the gym and you're going to eat right. By the way, those of you who made that resolution, today's the Monday. You said you would start. Stick with it. Okay, that's that. Now, retirement can be a scary topic for some people but it's a reality that we all need to face. You see, everyone's goal, goals for retirement, age retirement, things like that, everything is different and unique to an individual. And real estate is a really cool career because you can actually work really late. Real estate is often a second, third, fourth career for people, and they think it's something they're gonna do later into their um, their years, and it's actually true, it's, it's a gift. Lots of people do real estate up until the day that they they pass away and you know we've, we've seen that many, many times. The problem with that plan is that we don't always get to choose when our bodies quit or when our mind quits. And that's why you need a sound plan in place to ensure that you're prepared for the financial future, regardless of what age you're at. You didn't make some decisions now, they're gonna position you for later. Now, I know it's not sexy, um, planning for today and, and, you know, and worrying about it later right, and get reaping the rewards later. But I'll tell you, later will come. You will still be alive in another you know, 30 years from now. Obviously, age, age is depending or 20 years from now or whatever it happens to be. But your retirement years will come and the world is going to decide whether or sorry, you're going to decide whether you're prepared or not. The decisions you make today are going to decide whether you're prepared or not. The other reason that we wanted to just talk about this briefly is because many of you have been receiving text messages and emails and phone calls uh, getting recruited um, from a certain company out there that says that they are the key to your retirement. And we have some huge concerns about the model and the way that that is, um, that is happening. So we wanted to do this topic just to show how a real retirement plan works and compare and contrast in certain places to one being pitched or shared in other models. Um, that's it. So I have a PowerPoint presentation, which I am now realizing that in my mad rush to close everything, uh, it looks like I closed. So I'm just going to reopen this. One second. Whoop. All right, Addy, if you don't mind sharing my screen. Okay, so this is how to create the retirement you deserve. Now, I'm supposed to do this in 20 minutes. This is gonna be a stretch. Uh, it's gonna be like drinking from a fire hose a little bit because I'm gonna talk as fast as I can to get through this. Don't worry, this will be posted in the virtual office and you guys can get the links and the information I shared. It's pretty straightforward, but I got a lot to say. So, um, okay, four keys to retiring with a career in real estate. Here's the key. Number one, this is your four-step process. Find out where you're at and get a baseline. We need to, first of all, discover where we're at, get very real with ourselves in order to plan for tomorrow. Number two, 
We need to focus on selling a ton of real estate while staying profitable. Okay, that's super important. You need to have a profitable real estate business, but there is nothing that will produce a higher return for you than building your real estate business. Number three, you need to split excess funds between your business and your investments. We'll talk about that. And number four, you need to put together a succession plan. So that is the four-step process here that you need to do. So let's kick it off. Let's find out where you're at and let's get a baseline. So how much do you need to live a basic, comfortable life? And, and this, this question, the, the way I want you to start with this is imagine the bare essentials. If everything went to crap, all, none of your investments came through, you know, your, your real estate business, um, you didn't make, you know, uh, you know, a million dollars a year like you wanted to. Tell me now how much you need to actually live a basic, comfortable life. Now, this is something you need to do with your spouse as well, because some of you might have pensions through your spouse. You might have different things like that. Just remember that this is a plan that you want to make with your household and, and with your family as well. So the, the, the first key here is you want to figure out how much you need a comfortable life. If everything goes to crap, what's the base amount I need to at least be happy? We're not talking about your pie in the sky goal number. Um, if you retire with a yacht, we're talking about your basic number. So there's a cool website that I've shared before in other courses that I want to take you to it. I want to show you this. And this is um, wealthsimple.com and they have a cool retirement calculator to find out how much you need to retire. So I'm actually going to end my show for a second here and I'm going to show you guys that retirement calculator. And here it is. So what this is, retirement calculator. And what you want to do is put in your basic, basic information. And the way that I do this is I say, okay, if I need my very basic, basic needs meant for me to be happy, what's it look like? So in this case, I happen to be 40 years old. Uh, right now, um, I don't know, we can say I make $100,000 a year. Um, I have 10 Canadian States. Actually, you know what? Let's net it out for realtors. Uh, and let's say that if you do $100,000 a year, you actually get to net and take home uh, $75,000. let us say you have $100K right now in savings. And let's say that um, with only $100,000, you probably have almost 100% of your savings in um, a registered account, TFSA or um, RSP. Um, then we just click on Next. And I'm going to plan to retire when I'm 70. Um, I'm in real estate, so you know what? I can keep on working. That's fine. And we're going to say that I need $75,000 in order to retire. And in order to do that, I need to save, we'll say, um, $1,000 a month. Okay, so I have $100,000 right now. I want to earn $75,000 a year. I want to keep the same lifestyle that I have right now. So if we look, you'll see that we're not going to make it. This is really neat. This bottom shaded one here is what you'll have when you retire. So I'll have 1.25 million by the time I'm 70 if I invest this. And you can see the assumptions down here. It talks about, oh, we're we'll talking about a 5.77% growth rate. But if you look up here, I need 2.25 million to do that. So I need to adjust my numbers. So in this case, I did this earlier. So I know that I need about $2,000 a month to put away. So you need $2,000 a month in free cash to invest 
uh, to put away in order to reach my $75,000 goal based off of the numbers that I inputted. It's really cool. You can input these numbers for yourself. So that's that. So it says you're on track. That's great. So now baseline, baseline, you need to adjust your income to, um, or adjust your life expenses to put away the $2,000 a month, um, for your retirement. All right. Um, let me just see if I can find this window now. Okay. So remember that number. Uh, well, $2,000 a month. You don't need to remember the number, but that's, that's the number that we need to save on top of what we've already saved. Okay, so how much we need to live comfortable life? We said $75,000, and that's if everything goes bad. Do I want only $75,000 per year when I retire? No, I want more. Now, if your house is paid off and things like that, um, fine, that might be okay, but I want more than that. So now we move on. So the next step is we need to focus on selling a ton of real estate while staying profitable. You see, that's, that's uh, enough. That's, that's so, so critical because I've seen a lot of real estate businesses that produce a lot of income, but they don't produce a lot of profit. And that's a massive problem. Um, whoops. Nothing will be more profitable than focusing on your real estate business. Um, a- absolutely critical. So let's take a look at the numbers. This is according to Ninja Selling, Richard Robbins, Mike Ferry, um, Gary Keller, just about every single real estate trainer out there has done some semblance of how much return you can expect from your database that you keep in touch with um, in terms of uh, return per year. So, so take whatever you make today. If you were to actively meet people do lead generation, whatever it is, and you were to add a trusted person per week to your database, just one person per week, this is going to add an extra $48,000 per year to your income. Now, the way that I calculated that is all of these things, say either you get a 15% return from your database, whatever, it works out to about a thousand person, a thousand dollars per person per year um, that you have in your database that you keep in touch with, they know, like, and trust you. And the goal here is to just add more people to your database, keep adding value to them, and then you'll earn it that way. There's 52 weeks in a year. I think all of you should take a total of a month off each year, not consecutively or not in the same, not the same time period, but a week off here, two weeks off here, a week off there, whatever it is. Um, and so that gives you 48 working weeks of the year. And I'm saying you're going to add one person per week to your database. So this is adding an extra $48,000 a year to your bottom line by putting in basic effort. This is a basic, basic thing. You sit in an open house, you, you do a very basic campaign, you get a referral from somebody, you're keeping in touch with their database, you do a CMA or a home investment review, and you ask the question, do you know anybody else that might be interested in this real estate review or this home investment review? Um, and that's the process. Now, if you're good and you're out there networking, you're meeting builders, you're, you're meeting other people, you will add more people to your database. You know, you have a bunch of listings right now and that's gonna generate its own business. If you add two people per work to your database, this will add an extra $96,000 per year to what you're already making. The key is again, generate lead, generate new people to your database. People that say, ah, my business is 100% referrals. Okay, that's okay, um, or, or 100% repeat clients. 
that's okay, but you need some referrals in there as well. Otherwise, your, your database is not going to grow. Um, in, in fact, it'll actually um, you know, peter out over time, but you want to make sure that you are adding people in through referrals, through new business generation. Now, back to uh, you know, other business models and things like that. To compare and contrast with the real numbers that we've seen, um, you know, some companies will want you to believe that recruiting agents is the way to go. And it's not just, uh, you know, the most recent company that's out there texting everybody. Um, we've seen this model in the past many, many times. Um, this is nothing new. Um, according to the real data that's available, real results produced by these companies working on exclusively and focusing on your real estate business, it is five to 10 times more profitable than trying to recruit agents. The life cycle of recruiting a realtor is four to 12 months. Trust us, we've been there, we know all about it. And the other problem is that if your business is built off of agent recruiting and trying to get residuals from there, the attrition rate in real estate um, that is reliant on your, your real estate income means that every five years, everyone who you've recruited and the income from that dries up completely. So unless your retirement is five years away, meaning that that's all the money you're going to have, you're going to have zero money in five years from that. And if you're planning on selling real estate for another 15 years, you'll have to fully replace your income three times in order to maintain that. Building and focusing on a profitable real estate business with 100% of your focus is so much more profitable and what you guys should all be focusing on. It's absolutely critical. Okay. Here are some ideas, you know, at CIR that you can do to focus on your real estate business. By the way, just take a step back here. If you focus on your real estate business, then your spare time, who do you, what do you focus on? Your family, your health, yourself. That's what you end up doing. Okay. So when you're at work, you focus on growing your databases, um, growing. And when I say databases, it can be lead gen strategies. That's fine. Eventually those people go into your database. So that's how it works. So here's some ideas about what you can do to thrive and grow this. Reach out with the Alberta contest. We just talked about that, the Alberta experience contest. Get in touch with people. Do your home investment reviews or CMAs, just like we talked about. Share the weekly stats that we post. Reach out with Best My Nest. Get people signed up with memberships. Use BombBomb. Sign up for the BombBomb membership to build trust with people. Participate in our seasonal mail-out campaigns. This is St. Patrick's Day is our next one. We have Canada Day, Thanksgiving, um, Christmas. We just sent those out. Massive results. We also had the, um, uh, we also had the, uh, Zoom calls with Santa. And then we sent out the cards and TD, uh, Canada Trust was nice enough to do the coffee cards with that. It was unbelievable. The results, the equity that people got from that was huge. Uh, oh, this is, sorry, lost in the, in the, Hardwood down there. It says use KV Core for lead generation. Use my marketing social media posts. Take advantage of our global relocations. You want to expand out and you want to refer people around the world. Talk to Sarah in our relocation department. Use the, the power of what we have. We can place people in Melville from Melville, Alberta to, um, from Melville, Alberta to, Mel to Milan, Italy. We have the, the connections everywhere. So, um, take advantage of that. Uh, plug into the strategy groups. Keep yourself accountable. Um, plug into the professional development group. So collaboration, professional development, learn, 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 learn. It's absolutely important. Also, the process of staying profitable, the focus is, that's, that's how you sell a ton of real estate. In order to stay profitable while doing that, you need to track your business expenses and transaction sources 
to determine the ROI, excuse me, um, determine the ROI of your expenses and your efforts. If you don't know how you did, or you don't know where your money is going and where your business sources came from, you can't plan your investments accordingly. And then you adjust accordingly. So basically what you need to do is set up a very basic tracking system, which you can do at the end of the week and just say, hey, what were the results from my marketing efforts? And at the end of a month to say, how much am I spending on the various efforts? How much time am I spending on these various efforts? And what's the result in return? And what we're gonna see from this is that, um, is that you, you're able to invest on the highest income per hour tasks and the highest return on your marketing dollars. You'll find out my database produces the best results. This type of marketing campaign or this type of Facebook ad produces the best results. Open houses seem to be the best use of my time um, during weekends or during these, mar these marketing things. That's it. Okay, now I just want to touch on one more thing because what we're going to do is take the the, the money that we receive from our real estate and we're going to invest it. And I'm going to talk about that in a bit here. Um, but one of the, one of the pitches that we've seen recently is regarding, um, equity sharing and stock options from, um, some of these new company models out here. Well, I just want to give you an example of one of them. Uh, the most recent one, and I don't want to share names, but you guys will be able to figure it out. Um, with the model that they're, they're pitching, the whole thing is that, oh, you join us, you get stock options. Well, here's the reality of how it works. At five transactions, so a very um, you know, low-producing uh, low uh, real estate business or, or moderate, I guess, I don't know how, however you would look at it, you're going to pay this company $2,000 more in total fees and they give you back $200 in a publicly traded stock that you can buy on your own um, but you can't access the stock for three years. So you give them $2,000, they give you back $200. If you do 10 transactions, then you're going to pay this company between six and $6,800 more than you would pay at CIR. And then they'll give you back an extra $400 for a total of $600. So in reality, you pay between six and $8,000 and they give you back $600. By paying more, you're going to lose more than 90% of your investment immediately. So if you guys want to sign up for that, if you guys want to hand me $8,000, I'll give you guys $600 back anytime. That's it. I just want to show that example. Let's talk about what you're going to do to stay profitable in your business. Control your expenses. This is the number one thing you need to think about because most realtors their salary is the number one expense in their business. So the example that we gave back here is you want to be conscious of your business expenses, brokerage fees, things like that. You want to invest in the tools, use the tools that you have access to. And then also, and almost more importantly here, control your personal expenses. There's a very cool book called The Psychology of Money, which I highly recommend everybody reads. And it's by a guy named uh, Morgan, I think it's called Housel. Everyone needs the basics. This is a quote from the book. Everyone needs the basics. Once they are covered, another level of comfortable basics. Sorry, once they are covered, there's another level of comfortable basics. And past that, there's basics that are both comfortable, entertaining, and enlightening. But spending beyond a pretty low level of materialism is mostly a reflection of ego approaching income. A way to spend money to show people that you have or had money. So what he's saying here 
is it's like, listen, the lifestyle that you're creating for yourself, most people just need the basics. And you know what? And there's comfortable basics that you can have beyond that. That's sort of the income that you require to be happy. But going beyond this low-level materialism he talks about is just a reflection of your ego. And I love this statement here. It's a way to spend money to show people that you have or actually had money. Because when you buy things, you don't have the money anymore. You have the things. So that is absolutely important. You can't see wealth. Wealth is what's hidden in investment portfolios and things like that. Um, Cars and flashy houses and renovations and things like that. That's all money you used to have that you don't have anymore. So making sure that you pay yourself a modest amount, making sure you control your lifestyle is absolutely uh, critically important. Okay. Split investments between your business uh, and your investments. So here's what it looks like. The first thing you want to do is set up a low-fee diversified investment account. So you can do this at any bank. Um, you know, If you have an advisor, make sure they're a low-fee advisor. Um, it's absolutely important. Fees can eat away at your returns very, very quickly. So, you, But you want to set up an investment account. Then what you want to do is automate your contribution for the minimum amount you need to retire. So remember we were talking about that $2,000 a month? Well, you need to automate those contributions. Set up a reoccurring bill payment, and most of them you can just you know set up as a bill payment to pay into your investment account, and that will filter the money over into that account. You need to automate this. You can't see it. It's just got to happen every single month automatically and for the next you know, 30 years in my case. Um, that's the goal. So it just automates and it goes over. So that's that $2,000 a month. Then you also want to make sure that you're maximizing favorable investments first. TFSAs, RSPs. Make sure you speak to your accountant on this. Make sure it's right for you. Um, the government has done a great job of equalizing whether you pay yourself dividends or salary if you have a corporation. So don't get too caught up in that. The government has really taken away a lot of the benefit. It's same, same. Are you investing in your corporation or are you paying the money investing personally? It's almost the same now. So be cognizant of that. So maximize your tax favorable investments first. And then if you have excess funds, um, consider investing in other things with funds above your baseline. So anything you have above the $2,000, um, then you can invest partly into maybe buy an investment property or other types of investments. Maybe do a mortgage investment corporation or invest in that or you invest in a different kind of company. Be conscious of your asset mix though. Um, I'm not going to get into that. Talk to your investment advisor about that, but being conscious of your asset mix and your risk, your risk portfolio, um, asset allocation, readjusting that is super, super important. You guys can look back on this. Don't worry. Um, okay. And then we want to take any excess funds and split the money between this. So if you're making more than $2,000 a month and you have more than $2,000 a month, then what you want to do is you want to split the money between number one, your business, number two, your long-term investments, and number three, your lifestyle. Let me just say this. Anybody that has a ton of money or the vast majority, we're talking 99% of people that have money to invest in the stock market to, to make themselves wealthy, wealthy, made it by building a business. Um, or, you know, they've saved a long, long time, but the super wealthy people have done it through growing their businesses. And that's super important. One of the biggest mistakes that realtors make is they don't reinvest 
into their business. That's why I put it there first. Okay, so we do want to invest in our long-term portfolio, but we want to reinvest in our business in order to continue to make more money, have even more cash flow to produce more excess returns to take that baseline level of retirement and elevate it to something that's truly exciting. So here's the way it might look. If you make an additional $3,000 a month, $1,000 goes back into your business. This is pre-tax money because it's a business expense. So $1,000 goes in there. $700 goes into your investments. That's $1,000 minus 30% tax. So you're gonna put $700 into your back into that investment account. And then you're gonna have another um, $700 that goes into uh, you personally to do whatever you like with. So this is gonna increase your lifestyle. So now you wanna buy a new car because you're making an additional $700 a month, go ahead, no problem. But only after your business has been taken care of and your personal investments have been taken care of, now you can spend money frivolously on whatever else you like. That's totally, totally fair. And if you actually look at that investment plan we had on that sheet, um, if I were to go through and add that $700 onto the $200, I can do that month over month. Now, my retirement went from $75,000 to $90,000. Another $700, it's going to go to $105,000, another $700, and my retirement um, is just getting better and better and better as I add more money into it. You can also do lump sum contributions. That's totally fine. It doesn't have to be monthly. But any excess money you need to make sure is divided up three ways to your business, your investments, and then you can take some to live the lifestyle you want. All right, the final stage in this is put together a succession plan. So a succession plan looks like this, or the gist is this. Your business does have value when you retire. In fact, with a well-planned out succession, you should expect to receive a two to three times multiple on your net income with a well-planned succession. So we're saying the amount that you bring home at the end of the day Um, You should respect to see a two to three times multiple um, in terms of uh, commissions that you can receive from that paid out over the course of the next two to three, two to, or sorry, three to five years. Okay. So that's it. Not every year for three to five years. In total, the cumulative compensation you'd get is about two to three times multiples. I can show you there's a spreadsheets on that. That's a different conversation. But to have a successful succession plan to pass your business off, you need to first make sure you have an organized database. That's absolutely critical for number one. That will serve you very, very well in your business for years to come. The next thing you need to do, if you have a trusted marketing system that's generating leads for you, document it. If all you do is hire a company um, to get leads on your behalf, that's not worth anything. Um, Anybody else can just hire that same company, do the same thing for them. But if you actually have a marketing system that you use, document it. About a year and a half before your retirement, you want to start meeting with people who may be a fit to take over your business. You're going to, you're going to transfer this over to them. So, uh, we definitely want six months to a year to make this transition successful. So giving yourself about six months, uh, in advance to six months to a year in advance to find the right person, uh, is a good strategy. And then, We've been putting together over the past couple of years a succession planning agreement and a program that a few people have taken advantage of already. And we can help you guys structure the agreement to make sure that everything's on the up and up and there's accountability involved and making sure that you get paid what you're supposed to get paid. And the cool part is, is that you're going to get paid whether you're licensed or not. And then you're going to get paid residuals for the next three to five years to pad your retirement, which is awesome. You've built a successful business. 
you deserve to transition out of it overall or in the end. A summary. By focusing on growing your real estate business and deliberately investing your returns into long-term investment vehicles, you will solidify your financial future and will live the life you desire. Absolutely critical. My suggestions to you, whoops, is do something immediately to take action. After this call, call your bank, get an investment account set up if you don't have one, um, find out how much you have left in your TFSA, your RSPs, whatever it happens to be, um, get set up to automate this process. Thank you, Addy. Um, that is the, the number one way that you're gonna be able to stick with this is by taking action right now. Even if the action you take is to get on the horn, uh, that's the phone, uh, or get on a video call, whatever it has to be, or text somebody even, and just say, hey, we want to, um, uh, we're, we're tweaking our CMA system, I wanna do one for you, or we've completed a home investment review for you, I'd like to review it for you, or real estate review, whatever it has to be, take action on building that business today, and you're gonna start to see the returns a um, long time in the future. So this video uh, will be posted up uh, tomorrow. Um, you guys will also be able to uh, see this, this section broken out on YouTube, so you guys can see that. And I just wanted to uh, thank all of you for listening. I truly hope that you guys will be looking at your succession plan for the future. So that's the end uh, of this first meeting of 2021. We covered a lot. I apologize that I uh, went on so long. I promise I said it would happen. There was no way I was going to get it done in 20 minutes. Next week, we have uh, Terrence Walsh, who's going to be hosting our program. We're going to be talking this week about our top producer plan, and we had a bunch of other stuff happen for 2021. I am so excited about this. I'm so excited to be working with all of you guys. I just think that uh, we have absolutely the most fantastic, collaborative group of realtors you guys can just even see online, and it's absolutely outstanding. So get out there, and best of luck doing a ton of business for the rest of the year. That's all we have for you today. And thank you so much for giving us your time and tuning in. Don't forget to like CIR Realty Business Mastery on Facebook and to follow us on Instagram. Take care, everyone.